كل سنه وانتم طيبين هابي كياك today is the first sunday of the month of kiak and since and every time when kiak starts it is like the the countdown to the nativity feast or the birth of the lord jesus starts at ends at the end of the month of kiak on the 29th and uh, this will be the nativity feast and during the month of kiak the church is preparing for us a, like a really good meal of readings and teachings that we need to understand like from the very beginning of the month of kiak since the readings of yesterday on sundays the vespers and then the matins and then the liturgy today there is a line going on from like every in every reading that all together putting in like a main topic uh, and how it looks like the salvation plan is fulfilled at the nativity by the nativity and the, the birth of the Lord Jesus so let's take a quick uh, overview on the month of uh, Kiach the four, the four Sundays and how the church is preparing this for us today all the readings of the Sunday Gospels are taken from the first chapter of St. Luke of the Gospel of St. Luke uh, and in four different steps before the nativity feast technically what happened today like as we just heard this is like the uh, archangel gabriel was give, giving the good news of the birth of saint john the baptist technically this is still in the old testament because the lord jesus was not born yet so we're the chapter is starting technically in the old testament and this chapter uh, ends but after like in the fourth week by the birth of saint john the baptist so these nine months between the news of having saint john the baptist and the birth of saint john the baptist these nine months are the very transitional period between the old testament and the new testament next week the second sunday will be the annunciation Archangel Gabriel will go to the to Saint Mary to announce the birth of the Lord Jesus. The third week will be the visit of Saint Mary to Elizabeth to help her in her old age uh, with her uh, miraculous pregnancy. And the fourth Sunday is about the birth of Saint John the Baptist and then the celebration of Nativity Feast. So, what is the Church preparing for us? Let's start with uh, the readings of yesterday. The Vespers Psalm. This is the very first reading of the first month of Kiak. It's taken from Psalm 13. It's a cry for all mankind. It's been so long that mankind, all these days since the uh, falling of Adam and Eve, they are waiting for the salvation they are waiting for the messiah they are waiting for god's solution to their problems for death so in yesterday's uh, psalm the mankind are crying and asking how long O lord will you forget me forever this is mankind all mankind crying out for how long how long will you hide your face from me and by the way, th this can be also a very good prayer for everyone. 
Like when you are in trouble and you feel that it is taking so long for God to interfere and provide a solution, this is a very good prayer. And this is like here the, the church by the guidance of the Holy Spirit, they are putting all these readings so we could understand how is it all going together to shape the final plan. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? Consider and hear me, O Lord, my God, and enlighten my eyes. And enlighten my eyes because I'm going to need some enlightenment to understand what are you doing for me? How are you solving these problems or how are you going to bring your salvation? There's a lot of people, they saw the Lord Jesus when he was born, when they heard him when he was teaching. But because they didn't have enlightenment in their eyes, they didn't, they didn't recognize him. They didn't know him. So the enlightenment is by the Holy Spirit. So we, we should ask for enlightenment. So can we see and understand what is God preparing for us? Not a lot of people would understand what's happening here in the Eucharist. Not a lot of people would understand how miraculously, like the piece of bread will transform to a living, holy body and a precious, true blood and giving an eternal life. This needs an enlightenment. This needs the Holy Spirit for us to understand and accept it. So, that's what the mankind are crying out for. For God, how long, O Lord? So, this morning, the Matin Psalm is answering or is giving a reply on this. It's taken from uh, Psalm 102. The mankind cried out last night, and God is replying or answering this prayer this morning. For he looked down from the highest of his sanctuary. From heaven the Lord viewed the earth. So God had mercy on us. God prepared for us his, his salvation plan. We cried yesterday night in Vesper, this morning in the Matin. For he looked down from the highest of his sanctuary. From heaven the Lord viewed the earth to hear the groaning of the prisoner. Everyone is a prisoner of some of maybe bad habits, a sin that is controlling, bad thoughts, anger, a lot of things that we can be prisoner of these things. So the only reason, like with all respect to, to all these counselors, with all these books for uh, like a... Uh, that like a, a development and stuff, stuff like this, but the change cannot happen from inside unless the the Lord is working in it and the Holy Spirit is working in, inside the person. So those prisoners who are groaning, the Lord heard their voices to release those appointed to death to declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem. Always when we hear the Lord Zion in the Old Testament, this is like pointing to the church. So, the Lord name will be declared in his church. And what is the church? It's not just the building. 
It's the group of believers. It's us. We are Zion. We are the church of God. To declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem. So this is like a prophecy, again, about what's going to happen when the Lord Jesus will come to earth and how will he start building and gathering back all the believers back to him and will rebuild them. Not rebuild uh, buildings, but rebuild spiritually. Rebuilding the ruin of mankind that had fallen because of the sin who entered to the world because of Adam and Eve. We're going to find the Vesper uh, Gospel and Matin Gospels all the month of Kiak talking about and very important topics. We're going to find the, the Matin and Vespers Gospel talking about the desires of mankind. Uh, they express some emotions. They express some needs. They express some weaknesses. Uh, and how to be gracious and giving thanks to the Lord. Like, I'll give you the example from just yesterday night and this morning. Yesterday night, the, the gospel was about the lady that, in, in gospel, the gospel of St. Mark, chapter 14, that when the Lord Jesus was sitting in, uh, in the house of Simon the leper, this lady came from behind him and broke a... Uh, 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 alabaster flask of uh, spikenard on, on his head. That was, uh, that was immediately before the crucifixion. And we read this uh, part in uh, the Wednesday of the Holy Pascha. So this lady couldn't express her love, couldn't express how gracious she is for the forgiveness and how she wants to, to tell the Lord Jesus, thank you. And she couldn't say it in words, but she did actions. She spent very, too much money and to bring this uh, very expensive fragrance and poured it on the Lord Jesus' head. Sometimes we, we feel the same. Sometimes I... I feel so gracious and to, to the Lord, and I don't know how to, to express my feelings. How just to say thank you? How how to do uh, how to do anything in return for His favors to me? It's good to, to have this feeling and to feel gracious to God. And by the way, one of the really nice things that we can do in return is to serve, to have like. If I can't stand up and say a thanksgiving prayer, I can return like, and uh, express my feeling and how gracious I am is I can serve others. And this is something that will really please the heart of God. So this lady, when she came and poured the fragrance oil on his head, the Lord accepted this and he honored her. And he defended her when a lot of people started to give her hard time. And the Lord said, let her alone. Why do you trouble her? The Lord accepted her offering. The Lord accepted her thanksgiving. Uh, 
So this is something that the Lord, the church is putting in front of us. Like, if we are feeling gracious, if we are feeling that we need to express our feelings, the Lord will accept it and will honor it and will will be happy and will really see it. It will be favorable in His eyes. The same thing with this today's Matin Gospel. It's an offering, but it's a different kind of offering. The lady that came, the the widow that came, it's also taken from the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 12. Then one poor widow came and threw in two mites which make a quadrant. That was the least or the most, uh, the, the lowest currency in circulation that time. And it was like this value was like less than pennies. But that was all she had. And like the Lord Jesus said that she gave all her livelihood. But is the Lord, is, is he expecting this from us? This, this is something. But the, the lady had, was full of love. The lady was full of uh, rich feelings of uh, thankfulness and she wanted to give something she couldn't find anything she gave all her livelihood all her money this is what she can have at this moment those two mites it's, when we give from like the, the, the Lord said that when people are giving from their abundance they have a lot, and they are giving a lot. So, it wasn't count. But when they, they give from their needs, and from uh, out of their needs, she, ha- she had gave, given all her livelihood. This is what the Lord is expecting. We're not talking about materialistic offerings. Like, maybe you can give time. Maybe you can give effort. Maybe you can give love. Maybe you can give attention. You can give more than what just you can handle. Maybe you can give up some of your rest time for service, for others. Just spending time with God, this is giving from your needs. Those extra few minutes that you want to, uh, to spend, especially in this winter and when it's cold, uh, in bed in the morning, maybe those extra one, two, three minutes, maybe if we can just stand up and give them to God at the beginning of the day, this is exactly will be the same from the need, from the need of the rest of the body. We can give God a lot. But it might not be counted as those who gave out of their abundance. But still might look a lot. But God is looking at the heart. And how do we need this amount we're giving? And again, it's not just money or any materialistic givings. As I said, time, effort, service, and all of this.
Back to the psalm that we just read this morning uh, in the liturgy, the liturgy psalm. We're going to find the, the psalm is talking about, okay, the Lord Jesus, after the mankind cried, cried out to him, and he heard the voice of their crying. And today's psalm now that we just heard, it says, You will arise and have mercy on Zion. And again, Zion is the church, the believers. You will have mercy on mankind for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. And this is what the, the, the fullness of time, the set time. This is the perfect time for the accomplishment of the salvation plan. The set time. For the Lord shall build up Zion. The Lord shall build up mankind. He will restore the picture that was distorted by the sin of Adam. Zion is the church. The church is the believers. And the Lord will rebuild Zion. Will restore the, the beautiful pictures that he, when he created Adam in the beginning, he said everything was very beautiful. So, the Lord shall build up Zion, and he shall appear in his glory. The Lord will come, and we will see him. He will take a human body that we can all see him. This is the psalm of this morning. We heard a lot of sermons about the gospel of this morning like when Archangel Gabriel came to Zacharias and uh, gave him the good news about uh, the birth of St. John the Baptist but I just want to uh, take one comment here on this gospel uh, to close the, the, the first week or the first Sunday of Kiak the Holy Spirit witnessed about Zechariah and Elizabeth that both of them they were both righteous before God walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless but this is according to the Old Testament commandments according to, the Mo according to Moses law they were blameless and they were we're going on the righteous walking in all the commandments of God. Remember when the Lord Jesus uh, met the born, the born blind man and the disciples asked him, Who have sinned, this person or his parents, so he was born blind? Back then in the old Jewish mentality, if someone is born with a weakness or someone doesn't have children, this might be like a sign that this person is not walking, in a, he's not in a, in, a, in a good relation with God in a way or another. Whether a sinful person, whether his parents are sinful or whatever. But here the, the gospel of today is witnessing that Zechariah and Elizabeth were very righteous, yet they do not have a child, which was something like uh, very uh, shameful back then. 
Because every Jewish family was expecting to have one of their children to be either to be the Messiah or at least the Messiah will come from their offspring. So if one of the, of the families didn't have children, that means that that's it. We have no hope that we have the Messiah coming from our family. So this uh, teaching or this belief should be changed in, in this gospel. Yes, they were very righteous, and the Holy Spirit witnessed that they were very righteous, yet they didn't have children. Like exactly the born blind man, yes, neither him nor his parents had sinned, but just for the glory of God to appear in him. And this is what happened with Zechariah and Elizabeth. Yes, she was barren, she didn't bring children, because the glory of God will appear in him. Whom did they give birth to? The greatest born of, born of women, John the Baptist. So it doesn't mean like when we apply this to our lives, it doesn't mean like when we are struggling at work or some relations or uh, any kind of failure or uh, hard times we may feel or face. It's not because... Not it's not because I'm not working, my relation is not working well with God. Sometimes God is asking you to either to spend time praying some more, spend time with Him some more. And in the perfect timing, the exact timing, He will give you the answer. And He will give you the son that you were looking for. Today, Archangel Gabriel told Zechariah that your prayers are heard. That was a long time ago, that like years and years I was praying and, and I gave up probably. And I totally forgot about it, but the God didn't forget about it. God was still looking and to the perfect timing to fulfill his salvation plan. God was looking for when the people are ready, when the good timing the old events around you. The Pantocrator is putting things together. Pantocrator is the controller of all things. Putting things together. Preparing people. Preparing the historical events. Preparing even waiting for the Zechariah to be and, and, uh, and Elizabeth to pass the time to be able to give birth so they can see the glory of God. So it's not because they were sinful or they, not because they had any bad relation with God. But it's God's intention to delay this birth, for, to put it on the perfect time. Like in the psalm it says, this is the set time, the fullness of time. The last thing, does the Lord, when Elizabeth uh, felt she's pregnant and it, she had hidden herself for about five months. And she was, she said that, thus the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. <coughs> Sometimes when God is coming into your life working miracles, you don't believe yourself what I can say, but 
That's his, that's his kindness and that's his mercy that he's working in you. The best thing that he, God can give us today that he is giving his son today for us. And he's, just, he's not just give us his son 2,000 years ago, but he's always living with us and we can see him every day on the altar. This is the best thing that he, we can take today. I want you to imagine, we as congregation sitting today in the church, what would be the feeling of this group of people if we were born or we existed 2,000 years ago before the birth of the Lord Jesus? We won't be that happy. Right? Now we are able to have, we are able to partake of the Holy Communion. Now we have the old uh, grace of the New Testament. So, look at it from, um, from this point that we are so gracious. And as we said, remember that the Gospels of the Matins and, uh, and Vespers are talking about how do you want to express your feeling. Find, find a way. Find a way to ex express your, how gracious you are how loving you are, and God will accept your giving, and glory be to God forever and forever. Amen.